no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, we, the bears are what we thought they were. They're what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. One more time. One more time. Perez and A-Dub, it's time to bear down. Let's get it, fellas. Shout out to the best audio engineer on the planet. We appreciate everything you do for us. Welcome to the Bear Essentials. On today's show, I am joined by Big Dave as we break down the Bears' 33-22 defeat against the Arizona Cardinals. Big Dave, talk to him. What is going on, people? How are you? I missed you. And I'm only talking to you people out there because I did not miss press. But I'm talking to all you people out there. I missed y'all. How y'all doing? I hope everything's lovely. I hope everything's wonderful. What's up, Prez, my man? How you feel, bro? I'm good. You know, and it's hard for him not to miss a guy like me. He's, you know, <laughs> you know how he does all this. <laughs> now, I know what some of the people in the audience did not miss, and they did not miss that Ryan Nall shenanigans that you bring on to the show occasionally. But audience, mm-hmm. not happening today because I don't think that man got a snap out there, did he? He did not get a snap, and if I recall, I I, I saw the final score. But, yeah, you know, he didn't get a snap out there. But, I mean, you know, I mean, what you want me to do? What you want me to say? You know, go check his record when that brother gets snapped. Oh, God. Oh, God. You know what? Check the record. I I did that to myself, y'all. I did that to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of knowledge I got over here for you on on the preseason legend himself. Said by no one other than Big (laughs) Dave. My man. Let's get into it, Dave, because, man, we got a lot to unpack on this show. And audience, as you guys know, A-Dub is still out. He'll be back later this week. He sends his love to you all, and he says that he's got the biggest Money Moon champ for y'all coming next week. So tune in for that. Big Dave, man, we are now 4-8. and I'm not going to get on this show and cap because I told the audience in the preview show and our sports betting show, the Bears were going to lose this game. And I gave them some keys to victory. Mm -hmm. So one of the keys, Big Dave, I said was, first and foremost, Andy Dalton was going to have to play mistake-free football. Big Dave, you saw how that shit went today with him. Oh, we saw it. <laughs> and it was it was very far from mistake-free. And I mean, from the beginning, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You didn't even have time to get in your seat, prayers, and sit down and, and put on your poncho and get you a drink so you can be warm before mm-hmm. this dude turned the ball over immediately and let you know what kind of day this was going to be. No, you're right about that. And speaking of ponchos, Big Dave, I got to holler at you real quick because I, I, I was okay. looking at some folks out there in the stands, and I'm just going to say public service announcement for any of our audience out there. Mm-hmm. When you go to the game and you see your, your brethren, your fellow Bears fan out there struggling with a poncho, help them out. <laughs> Seriously. Please. Seriously. Why they let my man go like that, bro? They bro, saw they, that, man. And they put him on the, they put him on the scoreboard, bro. <laughs> uh, oh, for real? He went on the yeah. scoreboard? Oh, yeah. my God. No, no, no. <laughs> He will be all he's he's gonna be all over everything. You know what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. dude will be every single place, man. Yeah, please help him out. That brother was clearly struggling, just like <laughs> all other Bears fans were watching this game. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Help him, man. Help mm-hmm. him. Like I was telling you pre-show, I'm still warming up over here. I got a little something in this cup, man. I'm still cold in the motherfucker right now, man. It was cold as hell out there. Now, bro, I got to ask you though, man, because I, I I wanted to ask you is what after you saw what the weather was going to be what still gave you like the fire to say i'm gonna go out here and sit and watch this loss because you thought they were going to lose this game so so what was it that made you say i'm still going out here to support this team 
uh, the check that I wrote this summer when I uh, paid for my season tickets. Whoop, there it is. Thought you knew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That brother said the check, brother. The check. Yeah, the check. So I look, I looked at that weather report and I was like, well, I guess I'm bundling up today. And I said, I guess I'm gonna grab a couple of them shooters and throw them in the sock. <laughs> oh, is that that's, the move? Oh yeah, that's the move. Okay, Straight through. Right. Straight learning. through. Okay, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. Cause you know, my, my brother has season tickets too. So I gotta be prepared, you know what I'm saying, when when I go there. Okay, all right, I got it, I got it. Hit you with the Denzel. All right, all right. All right, all right. right. Did, did he go to the I haven't asked him because usually he goes to every single game. Okay, but I like that. I, I'm, yeah, I don't know if he went to this one or not, uh, but I'm assuming he did. Uh, I don't know if his wife went with him because she usually goes to every game with him. She's Ooh. not about that weather life. Oh, so, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, his his wife, yeah, my sister-in-law, she, she's okay. not about that life right there, and I ain't mad at her for it. But, yeah, man, they usually go to every single game, and they usually turn it out <laughs> when they're there. I love that. That's so uh, there's a guy that sits next to us. His name is Rudy. Shout out to you, Rudy. His wife, she hit him up on the FaceTime and he he put over. He was like, hey, talk to prayers. And she's like, prayers? She's like, I got a drink for you, waiting for you over here. And I was looking at her. I'm like, shit, I wish I had one of them out here at the stadium because I was all out. You know, <laughs> drinking a cold beer on a day like that, all I was going to do is just make you more cold. I was like, man, I wish I had what she had over there. <laughs> See, I'm different, man. See, if I had the beer, as soon as it hit me on the end, because I'm hot all the time. I'm a furnace, man. I'm out okay. all the time. So I'm you know, constantly, brother. So so when it hits me, it warms me immediately. Like I'm warmed up and I'm like, okay, bet. I got it. Let's let's keep it moving. The other okay. stuff, that's gonna make me start sweating. You know what I mean? Because uh, that's a little too extra warm for your boy. You know what I'm saying? So I don't need that. So now I see. Yeah, because bro, I was over there, like I said, I was on that brown today. And I'm telling you, I still couldn't get warmed up. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> brother. Oh, you need it with some blues music, you know what I'm saying? And a pickup truck. In the pickup truck, gonna wrote you a nice song. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> gonna wrote you a nice joint. You know what I mean? Like straight up, man. Like he was going through things. Man, you tell him who you tell him. Again, no surprises on what happened here. And I was telling people, Big Dave, I said it don't matter if Kyler Murray don't play. It don't mm-hmm. matter if DeAndre Hopkins don't play. We knew what this was going to be. Yeah. As I've already said on this show many times, audience. This team is going nowhere fast. So as I mentioned to Big Dave, that key that I had was as far as Dalton playing mistake-free, that didn't happen. Now, they did get David Montgomery involved in the game plan, and I like that because that was one of my other keys, Big Dave, because I said David Montgomery has to be the centerpiece of this offense. Last season, Big Dave, you saw when he rattled off those wins, Montgomery was the reason behind that. And so today we saw a little bit of that, but it still wasn't even enough to help them dig out of that hole that Dalton put this team into today. Mm-hmm. Prez, you know, since I've been coming on your uh, your show with UNA Dub, I've been screaming about running the football and mm-hmm. David Montgomery and why he should have the football and why he needs to run the football. It's like today, it, t- it took an act of God, <laughs> which, which is bad weather, for them to say, you know what? We should give this kid the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, we, he should have the football in his hands. 21 carries is what he had. I can't even tell you the last time this man had 20 plus carries. But then they also were giving him the ball in the passing game. Yes. Which was because he's that kind of back. Because remember, that was the knock on him previously, you know, his rookie season that he had mm-hmm. hands of stone. Like he could not catch the ball or anything like that. He went in second year, worked on it, came out better. Now he's a complete back. What he had? Eight receptions, 51 yards. He is a complete running back. How this man does not get 20 to 25 carries a game 
is beyond me. You know the quarterbacks you have. You know, whether it's Andy Dalton or whether it's Justin Fields. Andy Dalton is who he is, all right? Justin Fields is learning. So what do you do when you have those kind of guys at quarterback? You run the football. That is what you do. But possession. But no. Right, exactly. Sounds smart, right? Mm -hmm. No, not here. Not with Matt Nagy. We're throwing 85 times, and Montgomery isn't going to get that rim. But regardless, he had a great day running the football, man. I mean, he was just trucking cats. He should have had 30 carries because they couldn't do anything with him, man. What was he have like? Yeah, 4.3 yards a carry. Like, he was trucking people. And, yeah, he needs to get the ball more, man, really. And that's what you want to see, especially from that guy. 32, man. Big-time ball player. And like you said, Big Dave, when he came out of Iowa State, that was the big knock against him. They, well, two things they said, Big Dave, remember, they said he didn't have breakaway speed, he right. wasn't a fast back, and he couldn't catch out of the backfield. Well, guess what? He don't work on both of those things because I'm telling you, the way he runs the ball now, I'm like, boy, he got an extra burst this season. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true, man. Like, And you saw it. Like, everything they said, they were right in that rookie season. They were right. He would get that breakaway, and then he would get caught. Yep. And then he would he would drop the ball, you know what I'm saying, consistently. He would, he would drop the football in the pass. He, and it would just be simple, you know, check downs, you know what I'm saying, and screens, and he, he couldn't hold on to them. But he did what good football players do. He went into the offseason and worked on it. He said, I'm going to get better at it. Just because that's where you are don't, don't mean that's where you're going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you got to work at these things. And you saw him go work on it, man, and work and work and work. He came back better. I'm so sorry he got hurt because I'm sure that set him back. Mm-hmm. But my God, man, Prez, he falls forward every time. He's yes, getting positive yardage every time. He's never brought down by the first tackle. We see that so constantly, how they don't just, just give him the football and help out their quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of how I feel about Andy Dalton, just help out your quarterback a little bit by giving this this workhorse the football. And please stop running Wildcats with him. Please just oh, hand God. him the football and let him do his thing. I almost had a fucking aneurysm on this show about that stuff, man. I, I swear to God, Big Dave. I believe you. Because know, everybody knows what's coming. I'm like, bro, that play stopped being cool like seven years ago. Like, stop running that shit. What are we doing? Right. So anyway. <laughs> See, it's, like, it's like saying you go, girl. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, bro, nobody <laughs> saying that no more, fam. Like, chill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not. Nah. Like, nobody <laughs> saying that no more. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that because that is so damn true. <laughs> so Straight damn up, true. man. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> and audience, if any of you guys out there doing that, please stop it. Please stop. Please. It. Please. And, and bling, bling. Don't do that either. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> Why do I got a feeling you about to hit them with about five or six more before we get out of here? <laughs> I'm going to stop. No, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Because you know I got them. You I know, know you I do. got them. I know you do. You got them in that back pocket. You got that ACA oh, yeah. ready for y'all. <laughs> Slap. <laughs> He's just ready for each other. Ready. All right. <laughs> I got to ask you this, Big Dave. So in this yes, ball game, you knew the Bears were in trouble today when? Oh, from the interception. Like if, if from that moment on, I was yep. like they were in trouble. But to for the official official in trouble mm-hmm. was the the second time <laughs> he got his, <laughs> and they got the ball because when they got the ball out because I did hot mic with Matt today okay. uh, for the game and yep. I told him on there I said Matt if they score on this possession. 
that 14 nothing is going to seem mighty insurmountable because mm-hmm. of the weather that's going on. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Kyle Murray had scored immediately. As soon as I said that, it was the first thing he did was go. I was like, and then I said, I said, this game is over. I was like, this game is over. They're not winning this game. So it was right at that 14 nothing. You knew that it was a wrap. But isn't that sad that at that point in the game, you already wrote it off because you knew this offense wasn't going to do shit? Yeah, yeah, you knew it, Brad. Like, you you knew they weren't going to move the ball for. I, like I said, I was happy they were running the ball. Right. But the problem is you got Andy Dalton. <laughs> like, you got Andy Dalton back mm-hmm. there. And I knew that com- combination of Andy Dalton and Matt Nagy's ego, yep. it is going to go ahead and be a recipe for disaster. Because Matt Nagy's ego is going to play into this. Every single time. I don't care how good he's running the football. There's going to be series where he's going to be just more passing than it will be running. Because that's just how he he's wired. He can't help himself. A-Dub talked about this on last week's uh, episode. We did our Lions recap, and he talked about how we didn't even run the ball in the first half of that game. And he was right. And when we decided to go to the running game in the second half of the game, I'm like, it started to work a little bit. I'm like, okay, so why didn't we do that in the first half? Why you got Dalton throwing the ball 25 times? Now, it worked in that game because it was the Lions. Right. You guys know, audience, you ain't going to play the Lions every fucking week. So. <laughs> it's just not going to happen, man. And Matt, I mean, he threw the ball so many times and I just couldn't understand it. And it didn't look good to me because one, like you said, it's the Lions. And two, you put up what, 16, 17 points 16 with all that points. throwing? Yeah, with all that throwing, you know, and what, 300 yards and all that, and you put up 16 points. points, right. Come on, man, that ain't nothing. That is nothing. And you won on a field goal. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's it was it was empty stats. It was, it was empty a, calories. It was a whimper, man. Like, when when, when Kairos hit that field goal, I was like, let me get my sweet potato pie. I was so indifferent right. about that. <laughs> He's like, let me finish eating. I don't yeah, let me finish eating. Food. Yeah, like I'm not gonna let y'all ruin my damn Thanksgiving right. over here with this exactly. nonsense. I feel but you no, on that, man. But the reason why I made that comment though, Big Dave, about the fact that it's sad that you thought that is because look at the modern day NFL and the way real offenses work. Mm-hmm. Some of these teams they'll get down by three touchdowns, but they're never out. At right. that point in the game, right. when you said this thing was over, I think most of us <laughs> that you know mm. have brains were like, "Hey, this shit's a wrap." <laughs> got some delusional people out there but yeah oh yeah oh yeah i mean that's that's you know you're gonna get that in every fan base you know what i'm saying you're gonna get that there's 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 different between positive and just blind you know what i'm saying like i'm positive but i'm i'm not blind you know what i'm saying i'm logical when i see that man but yeah it's it's sad man you just watch it and you feel for certain guys who you see out there doing their thing and guys who you know are working hard and want this victory for the team. David Montgomery, I can't, I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk about him a lot today, but that play when he scored his second touchdown, but his knee was down. Right. I immediately said to Matt, I said, watch, he is not going to give him the ball again. I was like, watch what I say. He is not going to give him the football. I don't care that they're on the one yard line. Matt Nagy is not going to give him the football again, even though what do do? they haven't been able to stop him. What do you do, Prez? What Roll do you do? Roll out, throw it to Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Yep, and before that, what did he do? Quarterback, quarterback sneak, sneak. Yeah. <laughs> with Andy Dalton, and we with got Andy a half a yard, Dalton. a half right. a yard <laughs> with, with Andy Dalton, bro. They ran a pick play, but the thing, but the reason I brought that up was because when he scored, right, who was the first person in Jimmy Graham's face, hyped up and in and just charged. It was 32. David Montgomery, thirty-two, right there. He didn't yeah. care. He was no. like, dude, yeah, score. Yeah, we winning. This is what's up. So when you see guys out there that are giving their all and busting their humps out there, man, 
but and don't care about their stats and everything like that. They just want to win the game. And you know how this game is going to go. <laughs> Man, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. To piggyback off what you were saying about the Russian attack, I mean, it looked good. It, it really yeah. looked good. David was running hard. And that guy, he's not going down easy. It's going to take two or three people to tackle him. He's got a very physical running style. Mm-hmm. And I even like the fact, too, that we saw a little bit more Khalil Herbert. And one mm-hmm. of the things that I've been telling people is that's going to be a really formidable one-two punch in this league. And I really wish that our offensive coaching staff learned how to utilize both of these guys so they both could be eaten out there. Mm-hmm. But they still haven't so figured right. that out. You are so right, bro. Like, Khalil Herbert has been just one of the bright lights uh, of this offense, of this team uh, mm-hmm. this year. He's mm-hmm. somebody, from the day he got drafted, I, I had my eye on him. Because I don't know what it was, Prez, but I was like, I like this dude. <laughs> I, was, I, don't, right. I, could, I can't explain it to you. Right. But it, it's just when I saw him, I was like, I like him. Maybe it was because I saw his, uh, when he got drafted, they put together a video package, and, and I thought it was put together incredibly. <laughs> like, his family put it together. Hey, and like, that thing was fire. That was it was fire, fire right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It had the Kanye West going, did everything sure. like that. I was like, hey, bro, that's fire. You know what I'm saying? This is a great job, whoever did this. but just hearing him speak and talk about how he works, you know what I'm saying? And things like that. I was like, it's something about this dude. I like, and from the moment he got on the field in that backfield, he had it. You had, he didn't have to learn anything. He he knew immediately what he needed to do. He knew when to cut. He knew when to stop. He knew when to accelerate. He, he knew things. Of course, as a rookie, you got to learn, um, how to block, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, of course, yes. you know what I mean? You got to learn protections and things like that. But as far as running the football, no, because we saw it when he had that game where he had close to 100 yards when he was the main back because uh, Damian Williams went down. Like, we right. saw that happen. He just came in, man, started as the kick returner, still returns the kicks, yep. and took Damian Williams' spot. He just said, nope, this is mine. This belongs to me out there doing his thing. You're right. That's a great one-two punch they got. Yeah, man. And, and and even too, like to your point, you liked them at the draft. At the draft, I mean, when I saw the highlights and things like that, I was like, okay, we'll see. Six round draft pick. But man, when I went to Hallis Hall for training camp this summer mm-hmm. and I saw that explode, like when they would do the running back drills and he just popped through the pads, I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and it was Herbert. I, I feel like, you okay. on that. <laughs> I feel you're right. I feel you on that. Now, now I have to ask, man, how, how did Ryan Nall look going through going through that? How did he See, now, I don't remember him because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do remember there was a guy wearing 35 and he was like making sure that the levels with the water was good over there. So I, I do remember that. <laughs> yes, sir. See, that's what I'm saying. He can do it all. That's what I'm saying. He can do <laughs> He's it all. Utility, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't even worry about it. I got this too, man. This is classic H2O out here. He can, he can do uh, it all. Oh, you, can't, you can't spell all without no, baby. He can do wow, it all. Wow. 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 <laughs> this guy. <laughs> good Lord. I got to give it to you. That was a good one. I got to give it to you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. But yeah, but, but Herbert, man, like, I'm. I'm <laughs> I'm very, very impressed. I'm very, very impressed with him. And it's interesting because I think he, he and Montgomery kind of have similar styles. They do. Uh, to their running. You know what I'm saying? Both of them don't go down easy. Uh, both of them got a little shiftiness. Of course, Montgomery's much more shifty and things like right. that. But I really like Herbert's explosiveness, like you said, uh, like you explained. But his explosiveness, man, and his speed is what's going to uh, make him a good change of pace back. Because that's right. kind of what you want in the change of pace back, right? When yep. you're bringing in that second back, it's usually speed. That you want with that back right there. You, you think of Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard and guys like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's exactly of, what I have in mind. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Right, right. 
Right. You know, you can, you can even go back further, like to the bed, like you think of Walter Payton and Neil Anderson or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's all that change of pace back is it's what it's supposed to be a change of pace. So the fact that Herbert can provide you the speed and the power, that's awesome. All right. It's just really, really awesome. man. Yeah. Makes, makes me excited for that tandem with Justin Fields uh, going into next year. And that's two, and that's why on the show, the fans, they know here, and we're going to give it to them straight with no chaser, but we also right. are going to be positive about what we do have. And what we do have, I think, is a nice little nucleus of young players. And like you mentioned, when Justin gets in there, when Justin has an offensive coordinator and head coach that knows how to use them, you got Darnell Mooney, as you mentioned, with Montgomery and Herbert back there. you got mm-hmm. pieces. Cole Komet. Now, a lot of people will sit here and tell me, oh, well, Cole Komet might be a little overrated. We don't know what any of these guys can do because they haven't been in a scheme that fucking works or makes sense. That is a fact right there. You know, Komet is an interesting case for me, uh, Prez, because I think he's a good tight end. I do. Yeah. But I don't think he's in the right scheme. I just watch him, and I and you see the kind of kind of tight end he is, right? You know, just that bruiser who's got a little shiftiness to him but he still has enough shiftiness to, you know, where he can actually line up with the receivers uh, and do things like that. Like he can be that kind of guy. I think he needs to be used more of, uh, of course, in red zone, things like that, but he, he can eat up the field yep. eating. He should be eating that middle. You know what I mean? Like he's, mm-hmm. that is, that should be his thing because nobody wants to tackle that. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a load to tackle. So when you put a little shiftiness with that kind of load to tackle, man, he could be very formidable. I want him to, I want him and Justin to get a kind of a chemistry, kind of like the chemistry Justin and Jesse James kind of has, but James mm-hmm. has more of a receiver, like wide receiver feel to him. Then Komet, Komet just feels like, hey, I am a tight end, bro. Like, this yeah. is what I do. I am a tight end. So I got to, I hope they find a chemistry. I saw them getting it a little bit. Yeah, they were Justin. getting there. They were yeah, getting he was getting there. He was just figuring out where he likes it. You know what I'm saying? Where he needs it because He's important. He's good. And you don't want to not have good players on the field. Like, he's got to play. And I mean, and speaking to that, when you were talking about what feels his connection, one of the things that I really knocked Nagy about, and I'm not going to go too off on him today as the head coach, but one of the things that really pissed me off, Big Dave, was the fact that Justin didn't get those reps with the ones. So, obviously, he didn't have that chemistry with A-Rob. And A-Rob, now, that's a whole other situation I want to get your thoughts on. But didn't have that chemistry there. Didn't have that chemistry with Mooney. So now we have, it takes Fields, what, week eight, week nine, to finally start to get a groove with Darnell Mooney? That was such a missed opportunity, Dave. So it's yeah. like, that's coaching. It all comes back to the same thing that we talked about with this team since day one, coaching. But mm. got to ask you, what's going on with A-Rob, man? You know, just coming into the season, it was bad. Uh, knowing he didn't get the contract he wanted, it just didn't feel right the entire time. And it just has not shown on the field man ah it's just i don't know prez like it's tough like it's really really tough because you you can't go from being that good to being that bad <laughs> right like right just, that just doesn't make any sense you know what i'm saying like I, he was never the dude was like i never dropped the pass like it's just not what i do i always make the play and we were feeling sorry for him because he didn't have people around him that he could do his thing with and then you come into this year, knowing it's the contract year, knowing all eyes are on you because, you know, basically they hit you with the franchise tag. You know it, what it was. And he has just come in. And I mean, I've watched him drop the pass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've watched him just not run the route correctly. Uh, he hasn't been healthy. I, I don't even remember him not being healthy in those couple of years, man. It's crazy. Right. It seemed like he was always available. And, uh, you know, one thing that I've noticed, Big Dave, 
he kind of looked disinterested when I would see him out there. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, that's a question I got for you. Like, what do you attribute that to? Like, if a guy like that, who is an all-pro receiver, has a guy like even with Justin Fields gets out there, why do you think he's still disinterested when he seems like he should be very interested when you got a guy like Justin out there? That's a fair point because, I mean, I'm not here to shit on Mitch, but the guy had 100 catches with Mitch as his quarterback. So a lot of us were thinking this year, Dalton Fields, hey, A-Rod about to eat out here, especially if Fields get in there, and we did not see that. So I wonder if part of it might be the contract. Is the se- I think the second part could just be he ain't fucking with Nagy. And mm. I think a big part of it is that. Let's be honest, Big Dave, last time we talked on this pod, we talked about what? Jalen Johnson and that nonsense that was going on. Oh, Eddie Jackson and that nonsense. There's a problem mm. going on in that locker room, and a lot of people aren't willing to talk about it. And, and it's been, you're right, man. You're so right. It's been evident all season long to the point now, you know, where stuff just leaks out. You know, stuff like, you know what? He's getting fired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Over, over right. Thanksgiving, he's getting fired. That's what's going to happen. And, you know, Eddie Eddie Jackson, just your boy has just disappeared completely this season. Um, we It's just the things that we don't hear. Khalil Mack, like, you know what? I'm going to go get surgery. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Akeem Hicks just, just retired, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> during the middle of the season. It's something wrong. Like, one thing we know, Prez, as Bears fans, we know what bad locker rooms look like, right? Yeah. Because we've seen it. We we know the signs. You know what I'm saying? We know when something ain't right because we we that's all we really know. You know, it's like it's like I told someone, I have you can't tell me as a Bears fan what a good quarterback is. You ain't never seen one. Right. You know, <laughs> you can't we we ain't never really looked at and it's been like, we got an elite quarterback. We don't know what it is. No. We can't say it, but we know what bad is. We will definitely <laughs> tell you that. We know what trash looks like. It's the same mm-hmm. way with this locker room. The same way when things aren't going right, when there's just that that great cloud just hanging over the franchise, man. We know what that is. And so, yeah, man, it's 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 something going on with that, man. And and Maggie hasn't done a good job of handling that. No, he hasn't. And for as much credit as he he has gotten in the past, Dave, with keeping locker rooms together, I would say, man, what I'm looking at right now is just like <laughs> you could tell there's some guys like on the on the team right now, like as you mentioned earlier, Montgomery. Roquan, these are guys you know. They're leaders on this team. They want to play well. But right. you need more than two or three guys that's going to be playing at that high level. You need that rippling through that whole entire locker room. Fact, man. You, you got to be playing for each other. Like, I hate to, you know, well, I shouldn't say I'd hate to do this because I love to do this. Talk about a winning team. You could watch it with the Chicago Bulls. You can sit there and see it. Uh, those guys are playing for each other. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're not just playing for themselves. They actually play for each other. It feels like individuals out there for the Chicago Bears. But you got guys, like I said, you got guys like you said, actually. Well, you got guys like Montgomery and Roquan Smith, who you know are leaders, who are trying to set the tone and the standard for the team. And, and I'm going to throw Robert Quinn in there, too, because he's been great this season. But you And, and he got on the mic and told the truth. But he did. You he did. You, no bullshit when he got on that mic. was <laughs> Oh, none. Zero. <laughs> he, let, he, he let it be known quick, fast, in a hurry what, what it was. And... You know, I don't, I don't need that rah-rah. I get it out of my face. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, yep. he spoke the truth. You know what I'm saying? So, when you got guys like that, but it's not carrying over, then there's a disconnect there. Because even when Lovey was here, even all the way up to his last season, you never felt like the players weren't playing for him. You always no. felt like they were playing for Lovey because they loved Lovey. It ain't that with Nagy. You ain't seen in the last couple coaches. It just, it just ain't that, man. And something's got to change, and we already know it. And to that point, when you hear Briggs and Forte and all those guys, Olin, when they talk about Lovey even to this day, 
mm. they still speak of him in high regard. Mm-hmm. That tells you something about that locker room they had. They kept that shit internal. Yeah, they did, man. Like everything, everything internal. You know, you remember, you remember Lance Briggs, uh, Ferrari was on that high. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? The locker room, like, what Ferrari? Yeah, what you talking <laughs> you know about? Lance ain't ever had no Ferrari. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I never seen him with it. You seen him with it? Did you see him in the Ferrari? We don't know what you're talking about, dog. Get up out of here. You know what I mean? Like they were for each other. They and you saw when it came for contract talk. They were mm-hmm. for each other. And they were following leads of guys like Brian Erlacher. You know what I'm saying? Mike Brown. You know what I mean? Alex Alex Brown. Like these guys were the leaders out here of, of that locker room. Olin Krutz. Like these guys mm-hmm. were the leaders of that. So even though they might have struggled, you know what I'm saying, on certain sides of the ball, you knew they were playing for each other. You know what yep. I'm saying? You knew guys had each other's backs. I ain't saying it was perfect because it wasn't. If it was perfect, no. they would have had a title. You could see they were playing for each other every time they would go out there on that field to, to do their thing, man. And But it's just not happening here. You know what I'm saying? You don't see it here, man. And it's, it's just heartbreaking. It makes it makes you sad. But I, I come in laughing now. You know what I'm saying? I laugh yeah. to keep from crying when I you talk to these bears. You bro. have to. Listen, I was at the game today and I was sitting there and I was looking at my DraftKings because I made some bets on our on our sports betting show. I told everybody, take the Cardinals minus seven and a half. I said, mm-hmm. take the Cardinals money line. And I said, take over 45 and a half. So I just threw that parlay in myself, 100 bucks. I'm like, we'll see what happens. I'm sitting there. They scored that last touch. And I was like, I just won 600 bucks. And I just started mm. laughing. Mm. <laughs> see, I'm going to have to start getting with you, Prez, because you know what you're talking about. Because I'm not a gambler. I don't know it well. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But I know enough to know when people are smarter than me and I listen to people who are smarter than me and you are much, much smarter than me, sir, especially on these things. So I need to be my focus there so I can get into this and see what's going on. It just, you know, if you tell me to do it, I'll do it. That's basically what that is. Well, you know what, Big Dave, you got the number, man. You know what to do. My man, my man. All right. (laughs) Time for the tutorial. All right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds good. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sport Contest. DraftKings has given all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, bet $1 on either team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania, new customers only. Minimum of $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambler problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now back to the show. When you got a guy like Andy Dalton doing what he did today with all them damn interceptions, it was easy for me to be correct on those picks today. <laughs> did, did, you, did you see four coming, though? No, I did not. I've said to people, I said, okay, while Andy Dalton has had his little starts this season, he hasn't been that good, but he hadn't been awful. This is that Cincinnati Bengals Andy Dalton that we saw today. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, this is the guy that I didn't want to see here. Because that was, today, that was just ugly. When he threw that pick right to my man's, like, right to him, I'm like, bro, what you looking at, man? I mean, right to him. Like, people, you can argue if you say, oh, the first one was a tap, you know what I'm saying? Or all oh, the other one was just, you know, Cole Komet just fell out his hands into the receiver's hands, things like that. Yeah, but Andy made up for it. And remember, remember, like, they were punting and then got a break. <laughs> they were punting and they got the ball back for roughing the uh kicker they got yes. the ball back and on the very next play <laughs> Andy Dalton said no 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 this belongs to you <laughs> this isn't our ball this is your ball yeah Guys. he said hold, hold my beer <laughs> right <laughs> I'll be right back you know what I'm saying <laughs> be right back and I mean come on man like he was the sacks he was taking you were like okay is he gonna be able to make it through this game, are we going to see Nick Foles out here? Are we going to get a Nick Foles? Oh, God. And do people were, they were, it's definitely going to happen. They were chanting that in the stands. And I swear, you know, I'm, I've been trying to work on just my energy lately, uh, big day. (laughs) I swear to God, I turned to look, this guy looks could kill. He was saying, bring in Nick, bring in Nick. And I'm like, bro, really? We haven't suffered enough embarrassment. Now you over here wanting that guy. Yep. They want him in. They don't ever listen as Bears fans, you know, you forget, you know, you have a short memory when it comes to quarterbacks and what they do. You just want the new guy as a Bears fan. You don't care. It could be, you know what I mean? It, it doesn't matter who it is, man. You know what I'm saying? It could be me or you. They're gonna be like, you know what? I like the way he walked today. Like the way he was walking, you know, you know, maybe we should give him a shot. You know, his, his, his walk was mean. His walk was mean. You know, I like the way he, he ate little, that hot dog. He did that little dip thing to his lip. Get him in there. Right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Look at what he carries his helmet. I don't know, guys. He might have one. Might have one. Because that's all we know is the backup. You know, we don't know anything else, but we know the backup, and we always root for the backup because our starter is never that guy. So, yeah, I'm not surprised there were calls for Nick Foles to, to, get, to get on the field, man. That That is definitely not surprising. And see, that's the point, too. Now, I'm glad you're on the show because, like, man, we can laugh about this stuff because some of that stuff, man, if you don't laugh about it, you're going to be you're gonna be pissed off because mm-hmm. we in this town are so busy worried about reports that are coming out is the coach going to get fired after Thanksgiving? Is Matt Nagy still calling plays? Why are we talking about this stuff? Can we talk about wins and losses? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we, we're, we're turning into a gossip magazine. Dude, and, right. Yeah. Yeah, TMZ. It's TMZ, Chicago TMZ Bears going on, man. Because you have to talk about something. You know, you can't talk about winning. Like, I don't even like – they tried to tell, you know, well, the Bears still got a shot. You know, they're in the <laughs> hunt. You know what I'm And we're looking like, what? Man, just shot at what? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what are y'all talking about? Like, we know who we are. You know what I'm right. saying? And they tried to, to talk football with the Bears, but when you're losing, the only other thing you talk about is the soap opera. And then just hearing Nagy in the in the press conference, it's always infuriating. Uh, <sighs> when you hear him speak in the press conference, it's always maddening and upsetting. To the point, after that press conference, David Campbell come on, cursing <laughs> like you know, he came on snapping you know i was like cat dropping curse words on him like I'm banging like this that's how upset he was Th- talking about matt Nagy and listening to this press conference and and that uh as mr t would say that jibba jabba and that man was talking man it's just frustrating because he so insults let, you so let me ask you dave because I, I i i refuse to watch any more of his post-game press conferences did anything that he say mention that he had to look at the film and that they practiced hard during the week? Did he say anything like that? Or what was he saying? <laughs> yes, of course he did. 
uh, he mentioned, bro, yeah, we got to look at the film. Uh, you know, Andy, you know, you tried to explain the four interceptions and stuff like that. Like, we saw what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you tripping? We saw what happened, man. You a bugger, dog. He, he, he's just infuriating. He makes you tune out when you hear that stuff. He, he's infuriating. Okay, he's infuriating. So, so, how do you think the guys in that locker room can listen to him anymore after that? Because you know, obviously, Robert Quinn was up there. Like, I don't want to hear no more rah rah. Jalen Johnson said the same. I mean, do, do you think they're over it? Because I know we all are. <sighs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> like you get as you get closer to the end of the season. And again, I can speak to this because I know bad locker room, so do you, so most Bears fans. As you get closer to the end of the season, you can see guys tuning in out. You know, you can tell when guys are like, you know what, we're done. You know what I mean? We're not listening to this. We don't care about it anymore. Because it gets insult. I'm just saying, it gets insulting after a while. And these are grown people. Even as fans, it's insulting. Mm-hmm. You, you hear it and, you, and you're watching somebody. It's like you're, you're sitting there and you're watching somebody, like, eat your food. You know what I mean? In your face. He's in the mm-hmm. fridge. You're, you're, you wrote your name on it. He's sitting there eating it in your face. And he's telling you, well, I don't, you know, I mean, what is eating? You know, <laughs> I mean, what, what is it? I mean, did we go into it? You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know, you know, if the Mayans define eating as what we're doing right here, you know, and I wouldn't call <laughs> it theft either. You know what I mean? And he's, he's explaining it, insulting you in your face while he's still eating your food. Uh-huh. That's what it's like. It's yep. insulting, man. And so I'm sure the players have that same kind of feeling uh, when they hear, you got to hear the same thing after you lose again. You know what I'm saying? After you lose again and again and again. And it's not going to get easier because now you're about to go again, do what the Bears like to do, go on national TV. Oh, God, Dave. Oh, God, <laughs> and, and then go against Green Bay and then go against Minnesota. Like, you're going on national television to, to expose back, back to back. To expose it all, unless they flex it out, which they won't because Bears fans are global. So they're going to show all of this. But now you're going on national television, Prez, to watch our dirty laundry get aired. Dude, that's exactly it. (laughs) That's exactly it. That's That's like, it's like when I was coming up and my grandma said, you better go in the house with all that. Like the Bears, (laughs) we don't have that courtesy of that. Everybody know that we got problems over here. Everybody know. That's the crazy house over there. That's like yo, you say your ball go in, in the yard. No, nah, man, don't go over there and get that. They're crazy. Uh, don't man. worry about that. Boy. I'll buy I'll buy you another one. You're good. I'll get don't you worry about it. Right, right, right. Don't you need that, man. Don't you you're absolutely right, man. Like we are the crazy house. <laughs> and everybody knows it. We are who the neighbors gossip about. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Did you hear them last night? Did you see them? Did you hear them, <laughs> you hear them last night? You're, you're, we're who they're talking to gossip about us, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's not, it's not good. You know what I'm saying? It's annoying because as bears things, you just want to win. You know what I'm saying? You want to go out there and have a team that you're proud of that you can say, yo, man, this is my team. Like, I shouldn't be sitting here thinking like, well, you know what? Kansas City's not bad. You know, (laughs) like, I'm, I'm, you know, like you auditioning other teams and looking at them or something. Like, I shouldn't feel this way. I'm tired of looking at other teams be good and handle these problems well. You know what I'm saying? Well, it just seems the Bears cannot. And that's because they don't have people who know football in charge of that team either. That's important as well. Also, too, Big Dave, and I, and I don't really talk about other teams too often on this show, but before we got on, I was looking at the rest of that Washington football team and the Las Vegas Raiders game. And that game, on our bet show, I said that the Washington Wolf football team was going to upset the Raiders, and they did. They drove it down the field. Ryan Johnson hit a 48-yard field goal to win the game. And in my head, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here, why am I over here jealous about the Washington football team? 
But they got a quarterback by the name of Taylor Heineke, and they're winning games. Oh, it's it's crazy. It makes no sense. And and you know it's weird that you're saying that. I was watching; they were doing a piece on them on Fox. Okay. And I was sitting there watching it, and I was watching Ron Rivera. Like he would be perfect for this. Why can't we get a Ron Rivera? Like everywhere he goes, he's just turning these teams, you know, that aren't good. And be, you know, and you know, but do you know why he's doing it? Because he's showing guys how to play for each other. That's right. Period. Point blank. Mm-hmm. They don't have all the talent. They don't. But I heard no. him say, "We have everything we need in this room to win." That's what he told his players. We got everything we need right here in this room to win, and that's what they're doing. And I mean, their their star defensive guy is gone. Yeah, still out there winning. Yeah, Chase you know Young was out, and Chase, they still oh, winning. Still, man, they are a problem, man. But yeah, you're just looking at the levels of competency on a team that doesn't have a great quarterback, doesn't really have a running back, doesn't really have receivers, has an awesome defense. But they keep winning. What does that sound like to you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Isn't that, yep. isn't that a Bears recipe? You it is I mean? our recipe. It is our recipe. That, you know, they still a recipe. We lose a recipe. Michael Irvin said, we lose a recipes. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're taking our recipes out here, man. Oh, it's annoying. It really is. Well, let's transition to something a little bit more positive. Big oh, good. Let's give out some game balls. All right. Who are you giving your game right. ball to on offense? I got a, I got a hunch, but. Who are you giving that game ball out to? <laughs> Ryan? No, I'm playing. Well, I'm giving my game ball. I'm giving my I'm giving the game ball. So I'm saying I was playing. I'm giving the I game ball. I heard you. I heard you. To David Montgomery. There I don't think there's any doubt that it was his game on the offense today. He did it on the ground. He did it uh, in the air. He did it every kind of way that they wanted it, man. He gave it to him. He was amazing watching him play football it was fun he was the most fun part of watching the game today was david montgomery man he 21 carries 90 yards like you said eight receptions about 50 yards had a touchdown should have had two Mm -hmm. um but yeah man he's awesome and going forward that needs to be the formula more david montgomery it has to be and then i piggyback on what you said earlier he seems like he's starting to get back in that early season form that he was running with. And it's a shame that he did get hurt because I think that did set him back. But he looks like he's back in that form right now because he was running that ball. But he had some mm-hmm. bad intentions when he was running that football. I love it. Ooh, yes, he did. Yes, he did, brother. I'm going to get to Jakeem Grant. Now, this is a mm. guy that Bears fans you know, were clowning because they were like, man, this guy returns balls and he shouldn't return. He's a little over-aggressive. But this offense, Big Dave, has been missing like that Swiss Army knife. Ever since Tariq Cohen got hurt, I felt like this offense is missing a little something. And so for me, I had been saying for weeks, let's see what Jakeem Grant can do. And they started to kind of throw him out there. He went out there in that Lions game. He was so-so. But in today's game, five catches, 62 yards, had a touchdown. That's what you want to see from a guy like that. You're going to give a guy like that an opportunity. A-Rob's out. Marquise Goodwin is out. You need somebody that was going to step up and make some plays to help out Darnell Mooney. And I thought Jakeem yeah. Grant did that today. Yeah, man. Like, he he was great. Uh, that touchdown pass he caught, that was awesome. Like, that was really great. And, and you know what? Real quick, let me give a positive shout to Andy Dalton. He was awesome on the blitz. He oh, was yeah. great on the blitz. When, when they decided to blitz Andy Dalton, and I mean, when guys were coming free on Andy Dalton, he got that ball out of his hands. And I mean, right into the receiver's hands every time. That one he threw on run to, to David Montgomery. When the guy tipped it, well, it looked like he tipped it, but he still got it over his fingers into his hands. It was great. 
But when guys were rushing him and in his face, when Buda Baker was coming, when Murphy was oh, coming, boy. oh man, and well, shout out to Murphy. I'm a fan, by the way. But yeah, when those guys were coming, he got that ball to them. He, and just like he did with Grant, you know what I'm saying? It, that play should not have worked at all. And, and he still made it work by avoiding the rush and getting that ball out to Grant, man. It was a great play. And, but you're right. Grant played. Grant was solid. He, he did a really solid job today, for real. Yes, sir. All right, on defense, what you got for me? I'm going to give it to Roquan Smith. The reason I'm going to do that is because, one, he played like what you want your leader to play like. He was not healthy. Nope. He had the hamstring issue, you know. I didn't even think he was going to play. He came right. out before the game, running, testing it, see how it felt, decided to give it a go. And actually impacted plays on the game. I still remember the third and eight when Kyler Murray was, you know, came out of the pocket and tried to run. And he was forced out of bounds because he couldn't get there. Why? Because Roquan Smith ushered him right up out of bounds. Like he couldn't make the move because Roquan was not with him. Now, Roquan's not as fast as Kyler Murray. Of course not. But he's fast enough. And he knows angles very, very well. If you watch how he plays, you see that dude knows how to take an angle, and that's how he gets so many tackles. I like the way he played, and he led by example out there, man. He was hurt, but he still impacted the game and tried to help this team win. So I'm, I'm going to give it to Roquan. Hey, I got nothing but love and respect for that one because, to your point, you knew he was less than 100%. He gutted that out for his team, and that's what you need. That's a leader, man. And I even talked about during the summer, uh, Big Dave, when all those defensive guys didn't show up to the optional workouts. And Roquan was the only guy on defense that showed up each and every day. He mm-hmm. set the tone right then and there for what he was going to bring to the table this season. And I thought a guy like that, bad hamstring, we at least thought it would even have not even have said anything if you'd have missed the game. No, nah, this man not only played in the game, but he practiced this week. Leadership, you man. Said, you wouldn't have said anything. You have said <laughs> play, you'd be like, yeah, I understand. You know what I mean? Go ahead, relax, brother. You all right. Do your thing. Go ahead. Because I'm like, A-Rob, I missed about three weeks with a hamstring injury. <laughs> right, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no wrong with A-Rob, stuff. his ego or his pride hurt. Mm, don't get him, Prez. You going there, Prez? You going there? No, no, no I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. All right, all right, all right. All right. But it, it's, it's brewing, y'all. It's brewing. All right. <laughs> Simmering. <laughs> but I give my uh, defensive game ball to Robert Quinn. And Dave, you know on this show, we were going after him a lot last season, and we issued Hard. him a public apology this mm-hmm. season. It was rightfully due. Man, this guy right here, not only is going to probably be the NFL comeback player of the year, but he's going to be in talks to be defensive player of the year as well. I mean, Robert Quinn, come on, man. What, what else can you say about the guy? He shows up everywhere on the field each and every week. He's starting to get that Khalil Mack treatment. You see these teams now yeah. are game planning for him, bro. Yeah, you're right, man. I, I remember that because, yeah, you remember – I was super hard on Robert Quinn. Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> yes, sir. There's any chance I got, I was getting on Robert Quinn. And he came in this year renewed and revigorated, man, and has just been amazing. So he definitely got an apology from me. And we'll get another one right now. I apologize, Robert Quinn. And I'm thankful that you are playing so, so, so much better, sir. Thank you for playing better. I apologize that you're playing better during this kind of season. But that's not your fault because you're doing what it takes to be out there and try to get this team a win. He is always in the backfield. It's like he got a new burst of speed and energy out there, man. And he's back there causing straight up havoc out there. 
So, yeah, I, I, I like your pick right there, sir. And I think it just goes to show you that he's healthy this season. And last year, he was battling those injuries. So he he's, he's all the way healthy. And you talked about being in the backfield. How about that stop that he made O'Connor on the goal line? Ooh, come on, man. That should be inspiring your whole team right there. Like, yep. right? That shouldn't that be inspiring your offense? Like, they turn over, but they don't give up the touchdown. They just give up a field goal. Like, that shouldn't inspire you. Mm-mm. Not this team. Not this team. <laughs> Mm-mm, buddy. Not, not going to happen. Not going to do it. Not going to happen. Not going to be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> All right. So who's your underperformer for week 13? Your bear down player, as we call it here on this show. Oh, wow. You know, part of me was just wanted to say the entire Bears defense. <laughs> but because <laughs> honestly, they, oh, it was frustrating. But <sighs> Eddie Jackson, man. Okay. Just, okay. I mean, I, I, I had to. I had to ask Matt, was he playing today? I was very wow. sincere when I asked him. I said, "Dude, is he playing? Is he out there?" Because I, I was very sincere when, because I, I didn't even think he was playing. But no, he was out there playing. I oh, just, yeah. he completely just disappeared, and I, it's, it was frustrating, man. Like I didn't even know he was there. Like that's a problem. Like I. Like, that is an issue. That is a problem. You're supposed to be that dude. They were already telling me you were that dude. You got to stop reading your press clippings. That's stop it. telling people you don't like hearing fire naggy stuff. Right. You don't know. You got to get off of that, man. You know, it's, it's, you're supposed to be Eddie Jackson. You changed your number. You got the number you wanted. Not, you know, he, he's gotten things that, and that's the other thing about it, That's frustrating about it. He's gotten things he's wanted. And, and got he still the contract. Has, got the contract. He got to play with his boy. Back yep. then, uh, last year, and he got the number that he wanted. Like, he's getting the things that he wants, and it's not delivering. It was the problems I had with Jay Cutler. It's the same kind of problem. Like, you're getting the things you want, but you're still the same person, and you're still not delivering. And, yeah, man, he was just not there today, like, and it's frustrating. He also got that cereal. He got a cereal? Yeah. What? No, he don't. Eddie Jackson got a cereal? Yeah, Google it. What? Is it good? Did you try it? No, nah, but I bet it's soft as shit, though. Ah, boom. <laughs> he was saving that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was in, that, was, that was in the holster. That was in the reserves, baby. He was ready. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> Shots fired. Yes. My, All right, uh, right on. My, my uh, bear down performer, and, and this is somebody, Dave, that you and I have talked about in the past, Sam Mustafa. Oh I just, I, yeah! I just, I just got, and, and this pains me to say this because you know I'm a, I'm a diehard Notre Dame football fan. How you are? I don't know why, but you are. Hey, listen, <laughs> we on the way back now, baby. Marcus Freeman, don't even get me started, baby. We I, are I can't back. hate on that. Marcus Bro. Freeman is a great, a great selection for you guys. Great selection. Great selection. I'm telling you, Brian Kelly and his fake Southern accent. I'm glad oh, he's my, down there in the bayou. Fuck out of here. <laughs> what was that? Come Look, on, hey, hey, Dave. He had one cup of gumbo and he turned instant Southern <laughs> cat. One cup of gumbo. My God, I am. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? What y'all fixing to do for dinner? Right. <laughs> I smell them crawfish or cookies. Like, hey, bro. <laughs> it's like when George Bush went to Texas. Like, bro, you from Massachusetts. Like, what we doing? Like, yeah, what on, you man. doing? What you doing? It was crazy. He, he was a big Roman Catholic guy. Then all of a sudden, down there in the South, I'm like, man, who is this guy? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know what this is, man. You know, he was a sociopath, bro. Hell, anyway. <laughs> but Sam Mustafa, man, 
what do I keep telling anybody and everybody that's willing to listen to me? I, I look at the tape on this guy, the bad snaps. He fumbled the football twice today. Wow. Twice. Wow. Now, everybody's going to sit here and probably try to say to me, well, prayers, the weather conditions. Don't talk to me about the weather conditions. I was out there. I didn't see the fucking Cardinals having problems with bot snaps. Mm. How many points did they put up today, Big Dave? 33? Mm-hmm. 33. They put up a pippin'. 33. You talked about the defense earlier. I got to get a defense. I'm going to shoot them a little bell, Big Dave, because Andy Dalton was responsible for 23 of the points that got put on them today. That's fair. And Andy Dalton had two tackles of his own. Mm. Because you chasing mm. people after you throwing the ball away. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andy Dalton could have got that under the Because, I mean, but it's funny. I can't call him team because I expect it. You know, and I and mm-hmm. I think that's what's what what I can't give him that. Like Eddie Jackson, I expect more from. You know what I'm saying? And I right. expect him to be better. But Andy Dalton is Andy Dalton. I know what he is. <laughs> you you're gonna go out there and be Andy Dalton every single time. And he ain't gonna let you down. So <laughs> he he was that's, him. You know what I'm saying? He is who we thought he was, right? That's that's the bottom oh, line there. You shout know? out to the great. Rest in peace, dude. Man, rest in peace. You know, he's always gonna be on the open of this show, but he was right, especially if oh. he's talking about Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. All right, look. <laughs> He would, boy, he would have been extra bad. Like, boy, right? <laughs> that, listen, that podium would have toppled over. <laughs> but it had no chance. You know what I'm saying? That podium had no chance. He's talking about the red rifle out there. He would have had no shot. Well, before we get out of here, Dave, I want to get your thoughts, man, because I've been asking a lot of people this question, and I've even kind okay. of pondered it in my head. So okay. with Justin Fields, we know that he's got the crack ribs. Right. Now, we know that the back half of this season is probably for his his development, right? It's going to be useful right. for his development. However, with this offensive line being kind of shaky, mm-hmm. do you want him to start against the Packers? Do you think that would be good for him, or should we wait and have him out there for the Vikings? I think when he's 100% healthy, he should be out there playing. Mm-hmm. Um, crack ribs ain't nothing to play with. Justin no. Fields is a truly, truly tough individual, okay? he's This man is insanely tough. And sometimes you got to save players from themselves. You know that, mm-hmm. how that saying goes. Yep. But he can't be out there right now if he's not healthy. I don't want him out there against Green Bay if he is not 100%, not 99, 100%. Because simply because, like you said, he is the future, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. He is the quarterback that we riding with. If he's not there, if he's not ready and he's not 100%, I don't want to see number one out there. Put Andy and put Foles out there. I don't care because the season is done. It's not like it's it's a thing. But if he's healthy and 100%, yes, I want him out there because even though the season is done and it's a wrap, it's beneficial for players like him, for a rookie like him, to get that kind of experience. You know what I'm saying? To be playing in Lambeau Field, uh, to right. be playing against Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? Like It is important for him to get that on, on national television under the yep. bright lights. It's important for him to get that kind of experience and that exposure. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not so much talking about the wins and losses. I'm just talking about the learning experience well, of course, um, that he can get and he can gain. Because who knows? He might not get a chance to see Aaron Rodgers again next year. Aaron Rodgers might not be there uh, in Green Bay. So I just want him to get that kind of exposure and that kind of experience so he can get that kind of under his belt. Yeah, and I want you to say that again because – we I had a couple of these Green Bay Packers fans that had gotten the mentions because they, they they got upset with some shit I said on the show last week, and I meant every part of that. The okay. same thing that make y'all laugh is going to make y'all asses cry when Aaron leaves because yeah. y'all got Jordan Love in the shadows. Just remember that. Love. 
Young Love, One Love, One Love. <laughs> yes, sir. The quarterback is Jordan Love. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing that got them over there kicking. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying. Just wait. Just wait. Y'all, we'll see y'all, you know, we know what happens to y'all in the playoffs. We'll, we'll see how that goes down. Mm. We'll watch it. We'll, we'll see how that goes down. We'll see how that goes down. That will be interesting to watch in the playoffs, man. Well, it'll be interesting to watch. But, but yeah, I, I want Justin to get that experience. You know what I'm saying? Because not like Aaron Rodgers isn't great. We, we all know he Oh, is. yeah. I, I just want him to get that experience out there, man. So, yeah, hopefully he gets that opportunity. And I was saying that in our preview show. We got to be extra cautious with this guy, right? Because Justin's already shown you he's tough as nails. If you gave that kid the opportunity, he would have probably been out there today. So, yeah. It's one of those situations where you're right. You got to save the player from himself because we saw that this season with Khalil Mack trying to gut through injuries and he re-injured himself. Same thing with Danny Trevathan. Same thing with Hakeem Hicks. So with Justin Fields, I just don't want to make the mistake with that guy because you already made it happen with Khalil Mack. Right. Can't do that shit with Justin Fields. So to your point, if he's 100% ready to go, cool. If not, then trot Andy Dalton out there. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it again. It's fine. It's only a few weeks left. It's okay. I've been here before, I've been here before man. I've been here before. It's okay. <laughs> You're like, I'm just going to skip through the damn commercials, but we'll be You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, dude, I know how to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've been here. I know what this feels like. They're gonna pull out one of those one of these wins. It's gonna look good, and these are gonna have hope and all this other stuff. And yeah, I, I, I've seen this movie way too many times. All right, oh, oh, oh. Audience, we gonna end this show with a bit a bit of positive. So you guys know we did our the Bear Central trivia contest in the month of November. Mm. Michael and Aaron will be facing each other in the final on Zoom, mm. and we gonna have some surprise uh, special guests is gonna help me. And they do referee this thing. So Ooh. be on the lookout Ooh. for that. Right. A little teaser right. there. A little teaser yes, Teaser Not the teaser Yes, sir. <laughs> Put it in your pipe, y'all. Put it in your pipe. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's when that yak kick in, y'all, right there. Man, that's right. I feel I'm nice and warm right now, y'all. Right. Nice and, warm. <laughs> and then the, the other thing that I wanted to talk to the audience about is we're doing our second annual partnership with Shoutlink. So we're doing a toy drive again with that organization. So audience, if you guys remember last year, Childlink is that local organization here in Chicago that assists foster children. And so they have mm. foster children in their system. And a lot of these kids aren't going to be able to experience maybe the same type of Christmas that your kids will be able to experience. So we're partnering with them. These kids, they put a list together of things that they would like to have for Christmas. So we do have that Amazon wish list link available. So if anyone would like to participate again this year, definitely shoot us a DM and let us know. Anything we can do to help spread some of that Christmas cheer, we're willing to do it, man. That's beautiful what you guys do with that, man. It really is. Because I don't know too many sports podcasts out there doing that. It's amazing that you guys are giving back like that. Seriously. So everybody out there who's listening, make sure you help out, man. Make sure you show that kind of love, man. Because it's amazing what these guys are doing and trying to help uh, these kids have a wonderful Christmas, as all children should, straight up. So yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Hey, the same thing that you and I, Big Dave, were able to experience, man. I just want that for a lot of these kids out here, man. Well, so, well, hey, brother. appreciate the words. Hey, man, on the way out, man, talk to the artists about some of the shows you got and any appearances that you're going to be making down the pipeline here, man. Of course, I do Locked On Bulls uh, with my man, Matt Peck. Uh, that's daily. 
Uh, you can check it out on any podcast form and also watch it on YouTube. Also, of course, bow on Bulls. <laughs> we hope you all enjoyed that. You can also watch that on YouTube and check that out. Any podcast you listen to, you can uh, check that out. Uh, I host a show called Open Gym Sports and Culture on YouTube. Uh, we talk about everything going on within the world of sports, anything going on within the world of culture. You can just go in there and hear me wax poetically about Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Um <laughs> Also, uh, coming this weekend, this Saturday, actually, will be Bulls Podcaster Palooza at the Windy City Bulls game. Um, it will be just a bunch of great podcast Chicago Bulls podcasts getting together. It will be hosted by our guy C Red Fred. And Wait. yeah, he'll be talking to all our all these great Bulls podcasts, Ball on Bulls and Locked on Bulls included. And we'll be at halftime, uh just yeah, taking questions and interviewing, talking to fans and be going on during halftime of the Windy City Bulls game on Saturday, December 11th. So you can get out there to Hoffman Estates to now arena. Come on out there. Check us out, man. We're going to have fun. And audience, with that being said, definitely pull up out there because me and A-Dub will be out there because any of our Chicago State of Mind listeners know that we're covering the Windy City Bulls. So we'll be in the building and my mama going to be in the building. So everybody going to be at now arena. Everybody going to be in there. Everybody. Everybody you come, be your mama come, your girl come, everybody come. <laughs> everybody got to show up. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, sir. Come on through. So, all right, big day. So I'm going to see you on Saturday, man. Audience, we appreciate you guys and your continued support in making this show a top 10 Chicago Bears podcast. We appreciate you all. A-Dub will be returning back next week. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's chomping at the bit there. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all right, we are out.